0: Welcome to the Confident Speaker Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly D. Parker, speaker, consultant, and self proclaimed introvert who stumbled upon the cheat code to captivate audiences and command any room. Each week on this show, I'll share tips and tools to inspire you to communicate with power, charisma, and awaken your most confident self. Let's get started. Today's episode is brought to you by my Fierce and Fearless Speaking Academy. This is my high-level coaching intensive that teaches entrepreneurs and professionals how to conquer their fear of public speaking. You will learn how to present with confidence, captivate audiences, and command any room. If you're ready to learn the nuts and bolts of delivering an unforgettable keynote, workshop, or even virtual talk, contact me today at info at kellydparker.com. Hey, 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 thanks so much for joining me today for another installment of the Confident Speaker Podcast. It would not be the same without you. So I am so glad that you are here hanging out with me talking about all things confidence and public speaking. So listen, I don't know if you know this or not. And if if you've been hanging out for a while, you probably have heard me talking about public speaking being one of the most, if not the most, feared things by people. It is definitely something that causes us as human beings to feel anxious, to feel nervous, and to feel afraid. So if you are somebody that when it comes to the thought of getting up in front of a crowd and speaking, you are shaking in your boots, I want you to know you are not alone. In fact, you are in good company. So today I thought I would break down a couple of very practical ways to manage public speaking anxiety so let's say you have this speaking opportunity a presentation and engagement coming up and if you are honest with yourself you are scared honey you are nervous and you feel like your nerves are just going to overtake you and you just don't know where to go from here Hopefully what we cover today will be very, very helpful for you. So I have seven areas that I want to go over and I'm going to try to count them correctly. Several weeks ago, I was doing another episode. I can't remember what we were talking about, but I was messing the numbers up. I could not stay on the right number, but I'm, I'm going to try to do better today. We are going to go from one through seven in the right order, I think. <laughs> so. Let's get into it. How do you manage public speaking anxiety? The, here's the first thing I want you to do. Number one, I want you to accept it. I want you to accept it. I want you to accept it. To accept it. Okay. There is no more where we are going to fight against whatever we're feeling. There is no more where we're going to feel guilty about feeling what we're feeling. There is going to be no more of thinking, you know, if I was a better speaker, I wouldn't be nervous. If I was better at this, I wouldn't be feeling that way. I shouldn't be feeling that way. I shouldn't be feeling this way. We're not doing that anymore. We're not doing that over here. Whatever you're feeling, go ahead on and feel it. Yes. Why? Why? Because the more you fight against it and the more you focus on it, it just becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and it just becomes a whole situation. So we're just going to begin to accept. I'm feeling nervous. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling whatever I'm feeling. It's not wrong to be nervous. It's, it's, it's valid. It's natural. It's understandable. And don't feel like because you're nervous, you're not going to be able to do well. That's not true. That is not, 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 not true. All right. Just know this is how I'm feeling. This is where I'm at. And now that I know that this is actually really good information, because now I can uh, pivot my energy into a much more productive place. If you guys know who um, Eric Thomas is. You know, says he's the the number one motivational speaker in the world. And one of the things that he says is where your focus goes, your energy flows, where your focus goes, your energy flows. So if if you have the speaking moment or opportunity coming up and you are focused on how nervous you are. And how you don't want to be nervous. And this is horrible. I shouldn't be so nervous. I don't know what I'm going to (sighs) do. and you're focused on that, that's where your energy is going to go. And that's not where we want our energy to go. You want your energy to go toward impacting your audience. You want your energy to go toward what they, you know, need from you. You want your energy to go toward presenting whatever your, your content is in the best way possible. So no more is our energy going to be devoted to that. Mm-mm. We don't want to place it there we just want to accept it we want to take in what we're feeling as valuable information that we're not going to judge right it's not wrong to be nervous we're just going to welcome it in like all right honey I, I am nervous so number one the first thing that you want to do is you just want to accept it right just want to accept it but certainly we're not going to end with that we're just going to start with it so number one you're going to Accept it, but number two, now we're going to pivot our energy and I want you to number two, affirm that you are amazing. Affirm that you are amazing. Now here's what I mean, and I know this sounds a little frou but just stick with me. You want to write a new script for yourself. Because the script that that many of us have is I'm going to mess up. What if all you can think about are all the negatives that could come out of this moment. And that's all you can think about. And that's probably how you've been thinking about it for years. Right. So what we need to do is create a new narrative and a new script. That affirms how amazing you are a little while back, we were talking about being a subject matter expert. And a lot of times we minimize the knowledge that we have, we minimize the impact we're making. We only see what's wrong with us. We only see what's wrong with the way that we talk. We only see what's wrong with the way that we express ourselves. And it's not helping you. Hello. If you are already nervous, if you are already, you know, feeling away, Then to then go to the next step and then begin to ruminate and say, oh, I don't speak well. Oh my goodness. Oh, that, that is not helping. You're not going in the right direction. So what we need to do is, is you turn to where you begin to affirm that you are in fact, amazing, that you know what you're talking about and we'll get into this later, but you have prepared for this moment. So what we need to find is what I call an anchoring thought. You need to find an anchoring thought. This is something that you are going to begin to get very intentional about meditating on when some of these other thoughts come up. So, when you begin to say, you know, think to yourself, oh, I'm not good at speaking. Oh, my ideas just don't come out right, and this is not going to be good. You are going to need to get very intentional like a bouncer at a, at a nightclub, that, that when those thoughts come, you're gonna begin to pull out that anchoring thought instead, which could be when I speak, I have success. I have prepared myself to do well. The knowledge that I have is gonna help my audience or whatever works for you. I want you to figure out what you need to hear and tell yourself that. Okay. So number one, we're going to accept what we're feeling because it's valid. It's not right. It's not wrong. It just is. And the more that you fight against what is, you're going to be in a, in a worse position. So accept what you're feeling. But then you want to begin to develop a discipline of 100% of the time. I follow up what I'm feeling with an affirmation that I'm amazing. Based on my knowledge, based on my preparation, based on a lot of times, this going to help somebody. A lot of times you need to affirm that you're amazing for those of you that get asked to do something. If somebody asked you to speak, they saw something in you that they thought was worthwhile. Okay, so begin to use that to affirm that you're amazing. Begin to tell yourself. This room invited me. Yeah. So when our mind is right, we show up differently. So number one, accept what you're feeling. Number two, affirm that you're amazing. Number three, visualization. I know, I know, I know. I know this sounds really, really, you know, like fluff, but it's not. It's really not. And here's why. Think about how many times you have visualized messing up as it relates to speaking, you visualize something going wrong you you visualize how scared and nervous you're gonna be you 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 have lived all of that out many times over over the course of your life, right because sometimes that's what the nerves do to us. We begin to like meditate and think like, "Oh, gosh, this is gonna be the worst." So we need to write a new script. And part of that is engaging your mind to actually see a new reality. And I know, I know, I know it sounds crazy. It is not crazy. Okay. Because our imagination is so powerful. So why not be intentional about using your imagination in a way that's going to support your success? All right. We spend a lot of time. Just in general, I think as people imagining what the future is going to be like, why not imagine the best possible scenario? Why not? What could possibly be wrong with that? And so when I say visualize, I'm talking about, can you see logging on to Zoom or whatever platform you're using? Can you see yourself showing up as your most confident self? You're smiling. you got positive energy. You're feeling good. Can you see the chat box lighting up with everybody just into what you're saying and responding to you? Can you hear your voice and how it's coming across? Can you hear your thoughts flowing out like it's like they're just smooth? They just um, bounce from one to the next to the next because you've prepared. Can you hear it? Can you see it? Can you feel it? You need to get to the point where you can see it, you can hear it, you can feel it. So by the time that you do it, you know, for real in real life, it's almost like I've been here before. Number one, number two, I expect to be successful. I expect it to go the way that I have imagined it because that's what happens a lot of the time. We expect things to turn out the way that we have played it out in our mind. So all I'm telling you is if you are anxious, I want you to sit down for a second and challenge yourself to visualize this moment going as, as best as it possibly could. Can you see the comments rolling in at the end? Thank you. This really helped me. Can you hear people at the end? You know, thank you for sharing this with us. Can can you even hear, um, we want to have you back. Can you hear that? Can you see that? Can you feel that? And so that's a very, very practical way to begin to deal with those feelings of anxiety is to create and imagine the best case scenario in your mind. Number four, this one is super simple, but it works. Deep breathing, deep breathing. So especially before you're going to speak, Or any time as you're preparing, if you start to feel that you're getting anxious and nervous and like, ooh-wee, I I can't even take the thought of this, take some deep breaths. You want to begin to breathe. You want to begin to breathe deep. Even while you're talking, you want to make sure that you're breathing, right? Because shallow breathing is something that happens a lot when we're you know, nervous, and tense, And so you want to get that oxygen flowing all through your body. And it's scientifically proven the effect on our mood and our tension level and our stress level when we take those deep breaths. So I know on one hand, it might sound like fluff. <laughs> on one hand, it might sound too simple to be effective, but it really, really works. It's a way for you to just get centered back in your body for you to just slow down and realize, all right, now, now we're not, this is not life or death. I'm going to be fine. Okay. So that is another very, very solid strategy that we can use to deal with and address any anxiety that we are feeling. Number five. And this, I think would probably be the most important to be honest, but. You want to prepare and you want to start preparing early. One of your best, um, what is the word? Defenses? Yes, defenses <laughs> against, against your anxiety is preparation. There's a quote that says, or maybe it's not exactly this, but the idea of it is the 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 only speaker that, you know, should feel confident is the one that has prepared. There's another quote that that says something to the effect of if you want to get over your stage fright, know what you're talking about. And so. Here's something that I have experienced because I, I get nervous as well. And sometimes I'll be nervous beforehand, right? Like, ooh, I don't know if I'm gonna do a good job. And that can cause you to procrastinate on the very thing that could actually help you. It can cause you to not work on it as much as as you could have, or you're kind of waiting to the last minute because you're kind of paralyzed a little bit with your nerves. So I want you to develop, develop the discipline of not doing that. I want you to prepare, start preparing early. Now, when I say prepare, what do I mean? What I mean is you want to develop points, main points. You want to develop headlines. In fact, you want to develop one key headline or point, which would be the answer to this question. What do I want my audience to know or do when I'm done talking? Like, What is the bottom line that these people have to know that I have to get across? You need to know that. You need to know what are the supporting points that you're going to create under that that support the big headline. All right? Then you need to put more meat on the bones. Okay. Well, I got this point. How are you going to amplify these points? How are you going to drive your point home? What data do you have? What statistics do you have? What stories do you have? Right? So, I want you to think about preparing as bringing all these pieces parts together. I don't I don't want you to think about it as this monumental mountain that you you can't climb. I want you to find ways to break it up into more bite-sized pieces and prepare that way. But the more that you can isolate your main points and the different information that you're going to use to supplement and kind of beef up those main points, you're going to feel more and more prepared because you're going to know what you're talking about and you're going to know kind of the map or the outline of where you want to take individuals as you're talking. Okay, number six, how do you deal with public speaking anxiety? You are going to practice out loud in front of other people. If you know that you're somebody this nervous, what you don't want to do is make the actual presentation the first time that you said the words out loud. No, 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 no. Because think about it. Anytime you do something for the first time, it's nerve wracking. You're going to, you're not going to feel confident in it that's normal so you want to minimize that as much as possible so if you're doing a present maybe it's on zoom or something you need to get on zoom beforehand have have your mama and your cousin join you on zoom and you are going to give your presentation keep doing it till you feel comfortable now I want to say this because I think this is important and it really goes back to preparing, but whatever, just take this for what it is. What I have noticed some people will do because they're nervous is they will write out a whole script and then read the script and then call it at the presentation. Can I, can I ask you not to do that, please? Here's the deal. Some speakers do speak from a script, word for word. However, you have to practice a lot, like a whole lot to do that well, because the individuals that are doing that well, they have practiced that manuscript so many times that it doesn't feel like they're reading it. They know it so well, it feels more like they're just talking and it takes a high level of practice to do that. Because usually what happens when individuals do that is so tempting just to read it because you've written it out word for word. So you're probably just going to read it because you probably have not practiced to the point where you have the whole thing memorized or you don't trust yourself enough to, you know, go from memory for the most part. So you're going to sit there and you're going to read it because you think that's going to uh, calm your nerves. And maybe you think it will calm your nerves, but it's going to be boring. It's probably going to be boring to you, to be honest. And it's definitely going to be boring to the individuals um, listening. And so if you want to build a track record with yourself for presenting with, with confidence and with power, don't read. Okay, we're not reading we are more so mastering the map and the outline and the essence of what we want to talk about. Okay. Now, if you're somebody that's like, I'm not buying that. I need to write it out word for word, more power to you. But all I'm going to tell you is you, you better basically have it memorized and you need to be able to be conversational with it. If you are just reading it, I'm sorry to tell you this, but you're boring and you might want to level up. I'm just saying, Okay, so number six was practice out loud in front of others. And finally, number seven, how do we manage public speaking anxiety? This is for after the fact. So you've given your talk, your presentation, whatever. I want you to document what went well. Now, you're already going to mentally document, I'm sure, you know, where improvements could be made. And that's as you should. However, you need to start building a track record with yourself that the affirmation that you were amazing, that your are anchoring thought is true because it's true. And the way that you prove to yourself that it's true is that you begin to think about and take note of what worked and you're probably not used to doing that. You're used to being very hard on yourself. You're used to, you know, situating what could have been better, but what worked, something worked. I promise you something worked. What were the things that you did well? And you want to keep a record of this so that when you come into the next public speaking situation, now you've got this base to work from, right? You've got even more, you know, ammunition against the thought that I'm a screw up when I speak and thoughts like that. So you, you want to begin to amass these very true things and these very real victories that you have had. Because when you speak, you will have success, you will have victory, you will impact other people in a positive way, you will learn, it will help you develop. So if you've been staying silent, because you think it's not going to go right, or you want it to be perfect and all these things, it is time to let it go and come on up to the next level. Okay, you can do it. I believe in you. And, um, you know, if you're somebody that wants even extra support and you want to work with a coach, I am a speaker coach. And if you want to work on ironing out the content of what you're going to talk about and you want to work on specific ways that you want to take your delivery to the next level, definitely reach out. You can reach me anytime at info at kellydparker.com. So I hope that these tips have helped you. And I want you to know you have power in your voice. And it's time for you to start using it. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Confident Speaker Podcast. If you found this content valuable, make sure you subscribe and leave a review to help others join the Confident Speaker family. Thanks again and see you next time.